Welcome to the ET Podcast. That is Eric. What's up? I am Trey. Let's do this. And we have a special guest in the building. Well, on Zoom. That's right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this is Ruti. Am I pronouncing it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yes. Yes. I mean, um, we're, we're very, uh, very honored to, uh, to have you here. Um, obviously, you know, because we, we really want to connect with like a lot of, um, you know, with this, you know, season and, and the episode, we want to connect with, uh, with, with our local, uh, not not creators but influencers that are you know making uh you know they're making a change and a difference into people's lives and in the and their community so so we're very uh, uh you know honored that you're here and we just want to thank you for giving us their time to uh you know to come and hang with us for a little bit and and share a little bit about 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 what you do so i guess we can you know kick it off from there uh if you can you know tell us a little bit about you about yourself, you know, you can start with your hobbies. I don't know, just a little bit about you. <laughs> Whatever you nice. feel uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, well, as y'all mentioned, my name is Ruti Rutunihia. Uh, I reside here in the Twin Cities, um, obviously, locally. Um, but I was born in California, but I can't really claim it because I was only there for three years. So oh, I don't claim oh, that. Um, but I've uh, grown up in faith since pretty much coming out of my mom's womb um <clears throat> with like also keeping our culture and traditions alive and so that's been a journey and how and that aligns and so um my parents are actually pastors in the cities in Minneapolis oh, wow. um and so literally yeah literally I like grew up in faith and really my focus has always been working with youth and working with all types of youth regardless of backgrounds and like belief systems and so right now I work at Indigenous People's Task Force and also I do organizing in the community with Indigenous Roots Culture Arts Center so it's just a little bit of everything um I'm a musician I I'm a huge percussionist um so let's go so so yeah my favorite color is orange I'm vegan (laughs) (laughs) there you go yeah okay yeah because like most of those things are like you know i mean i'm a drummer i've been hey. drumming for like 10 years well yeah like 10 years and any trades of vegan too <laughs> oh yeah bass, oh, you know, yeah bass. a little bit of everything uh, guitar was my first yeah. instrument oh wow so what do you what do you play like what other stuff do you play so I play uh, the drums, drum kit. Okay, so after the guitar, I gave up for like two seconds because I was like, this is hard. So yeah. then my homie who, who came from Iowa, he was like, why don't you try the drums? I feel like that would fit you more. And I was like, say less. And so um, I remember like I played at a service and he was like, yup, the drums, is, we're going to work on the drums for you. So I've been playing the drums since I was 12 and um currently 23 so then um so that I picked up I feel like when you're sometimes when you're a PK like you kind of have to like pick up everything at one point I feel because like (laughs) you never know who's gonna show up sometimes so I've ventured into definitely the guitar um and the piano and a little bit of bass just a little bit just this one time thing that I was like all right I don't know what I'm doing but I'm gonna do it 
Okay. So, so that is yeah. crazy. Yo, there's a lot of similarities because, you know, I, I'm also PK. So okay, okay. I get, I get, I get what you mean when like, you know, you kind of have to take ownership and like responsibility, especially when it comes to music, because I feel like yeah. that is one of the things that like, you know, I guess it's like, it's like a big thing in like church, you know, like you have to have music, you know, and you yeah. need to have people that are able to play and such. Right. So I can relate to that. And I'm sure Trey can relate to you being vegan because Trey's a, well, he's kind of half and half. I I've been know. struggling. I'm kind of this weird hybrid. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, I haven't got it, you know, down packed. But um, I can sort of relate to y'all being PKs. My great grandma, she was a pastor. And Ooh. um, I wasn't, I was raised in church, but I wasn't really a church kid. I didn't want to be. Mm -hmm. there. But my mom, my uh, great grandma did bribe me one time to go sing uh, in front of the church when I was like five and I got like $5 for doing it. So mm -hmm. um, that's as far as I can relate with y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but No, anyway. but that's cool. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously with this being said, so, you know, one of the things, like I said, you know, because we're trying to find people that are, you know, making a difference in their communities. So like sure. how, you know, with your, with your, with your gifts and your passions and, you know, your traits, like how, you know, are you, how are you making like a difference to your community and to the youth that, that, you know, that you like to, to mm -hmm. guide? Well, how does that look like in your world? Yeah. So, um, I think one of the things that I appreciate about my parents is like how they taught me this idea of selfless and like anything that I do, regardless mm -hmm. is like, if it's like, if it's in my studies, if it's in school, if it's whatever, wherever it is that I do it out of service, out of like love and that I want to do it, you know? And so I think one of the things that is so important to me is like anytime I'm interacting with um, youth is that I, I program things that are around their needs and their necessities and how I can best serve, service them. Right. And so, um, and it's always coming out of a place of love because a lot of times uh when i like when i so i've been working with youth programs within like my community and then outside of my community so more like white centric and bipoc communities and so i've seen the difference of like how how maybe like a white institutionalized community does things versus like when you do with bipocs like right now um in the organization keto in and keep the fire alive we set we pay our youth like versus like i feel like a lot of times in other institutions it's like you have to pay a registration fee to be in the program but just in that you can't you already see the the necessity that folks can't always afford a certain thing you know and so that that already creates a barrier and so um, it's really, it's just really simple, simple things like that. And then you look at like transportation, so coordinating transportation. So um, definitely one of the things that uh, we do is strive to, to make sure our youth are empowered, our youth are heard and seen. Um, we really believe in this idea of like um, intergenerational. So like, just because I'm their staff and their supervisor does not mean that they can't teach me anything I can learn as much from them as they learn from me oh. and vice versa you know and so um exposing them to that idea like 
if they have for an out for like example today uh this week is a full production week for us since we're working on some theater um plays over at the southern theater in over by like west bank in minneapolis okay. and so one of the things that i appreciate about this this program that i've been learning is like a lot of these kids come from the projects a lot of these kids wow. would never get this opportunity to see a show that they have co-written and co-created be on the like a billboard sign or something on like the entrance of the theater and it's so incredible to like today we walked in and you looked at the marquette on the theater that's the sign that has like oh what's showing yeah. and like to see the name of their story like the show's called in my shoes and so to see like the name indigenous people's task force and then presents in my shoes like these kids took a step back and really like felt the representation of who they are in there and so yeah. um back to like really just like giving spaces for them to be shown and to be heard and to be loved and to be supported i think is one of the most things that I've really strived to do here in the community change and it really does like so that's just one example and like I was saying one of the things that I like that I like about working with youth and this mindset of like a circular motion because you know in schools things are set up in like rows and you have like your authority in the front and then the mm -hmm. kids in the back but we truly believe in like this uh um idea of like you know when you think of like teachings and like when you think of when you spend time with your grandparents and your aunts and uncles or your family or extended family or your family that's not your blood family like when you think of moments and in us community folks like we like to spend some like we're kind of like in pods you know yeah, and anytime right. somebody's telling a story ain't nobody about to like form a row or a line or anything they're they're like you guys are in a club right and so anytime we go over things, we, you know, we clump ourselves, we come into a circle and everybody's allowed to speak just cause like, I may be the assistant director or the production manager or stage manager. Like I, I'm not going to get all the full words, you know? Yeah. And so, so just like things like that and changing and changing the narrative and, and also one of the other things that we really focus on is like telling our own stories, like telling our own okay. stories. Um, and so that has a huge impact because again, it goes back to like, you don't expect statistically, we're not expected as BIPOCs to have all the access to theaters, have access to representation, have access to all these like things that we like, we should have access to, like we have our own stories. And so um, the cool thing about what we the work that I do is um, making sure that um, there the space is operated in a form where the youth the, the the voices are centered on the youth and the voice uh, voices are also centered on our elders who are like you know a little more experienced but also like but also back to us like I have as much input on on this as like they do so that's just a little bit yeah. about like what I do and then organizing wise so that's just that's just, I feel like that's my day job <laughs> and then um but like when I do stuff over like organizing around the east side and communities the east side community in St. Paul it's about bringing people together and bringing again representation and voices and also like cattle cattle like being a catalyst for people to like 
um, share their artwork. So like recently in June, we, we, were, we were invited um, to be part of the Northern Sparks Festival, which is a, um, a huge, typically before pan, pre-pandemic, it was an overnight festival that happened and it uh, went overnight and like people showcased their art in person and you came and like it took all night. Um, we were given the opportunity to still do an in-person project. And so one of the thing, the cool things we did is myself and a uh, friend of mine who also are, is part of the International Indigenous Youth Council that we're part of, that we were hired to co-curate this project it was a matter of collecting stories from the community and so and given getting input from the community and so really involving the community that you're at so like in this case the east side community involving their stories and the cool thing there is that we had a website um it's still up we have a website and we like a lot of a lot the a lot of times that's the first time somebody is able to share a poem somebody is able to share a song somebody's able to share something of theirs in there and so that's that's another way of like you know impacting the community is just like allowing them to be the ones to be a part of the creation that you're trying to bring in because like my whole thing is like community heals community because community knows needs you know and then how can you worry like how can you give something to community but you haven't sat down with them you haven't had a meal with them you haven't you know had a small conversation with them right you know that is that is so true like you know and i really like you know what like because it comes around to what you were saying like knowing people's stories right and i feel like that's actually one of the examples that sometimes like my dad gives out like you know Sometimes you live in uh, in a block, right? Like in, in your block. And most of the time, like, you know, you never get to actually socialize or know your neighbor. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you can live in one place for over like, you know, years and not fully know who you're living next to. And, mm-hmm. and I think that it's very important because like, let's say, you know, obviously with, you know, with people that have, you know, lower uh, res- uh, low resources or, or stuff like that and, and especially like like like, to, like let's say for like immigrant people uh, most of the times I feel like we're misrepresented and misjudged be- not just because you know um, you know like the stereotypical thing but is more because people don't really know our stories and like the stuff that we've been through and the stuff that we do and like you know there's no like uh, like let me know about you Mm-hmm. and then judge you and I feel like a lot of people are so fast to judge and you know assume of things rather than actually listening to their stories and what they're all about because believe it or not I mean most of the time like there's a lot of people that have a lot of great abilities a lot of great like talents but they're never like discovered because there's no communication or right. they, they don't they don't they're not given that opportunity to be able to like you know let basically like let their wings and you know fly mm-hmm. and and it's really good you know to be able to have like what you're saying like that community and those platforms that you're able to allow people actually share the story because then once you do that then you start to understand every individual you start to understand every culture every background and I feel like you know by doing that um you're able to bring like a, a deeper like understanding and, and and into like okay 
this person is like this because of this, you know, or mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and there, it was crazy because I, I know this guy um, and I don't know if they actually did it, but they were supposed to, or they were working on kind of like doing a film, like kind of like a documentary where mm-hmm. they would basically like have, you know, different, you know, uh, immigrants from different, you know, places in, in, you know, Latin America. And basically they were, they were share their story. And basically the purpose was to advertise and to let like, let's say, you know, you know, like American people or stuff like, you know, people know like the struggles that we face. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, um, you know, people are able to like understand each other because what he was saying is that he was talking to this, you know, this white person and and basically in a way in that conversation like the guy like broke down because he didn't he didn't know like the struggles that 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 this other guy like went through and he was like wow like and he was kind of you know like a racist person and such and and he was basically like saying you know wow like you literally changed my life and my whole perspective because now I know your story and I know that, you know, that you're not this person that everybody would tell me that you guys are, you know, but now you're actually, you know, you're more human, not, okay, that's the bad way to say, it, but you're oh, more I like, because you know what I mean? Those people, they look at other people yeah. like they're not human to a degree. Mm-hmm, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 you know, the, and that's, that's where he got that idea that, you know, by, by doing that and releasing the stories of people you know most of us were able to like coexist and understand each other and right so yeah i mean that's that's really cool that's crazy yeah i was i was gonna say i really like the fact that you guys are giving them a chance to you know put to to create something that's the Mm -hmm. thing like i think a lot of us have the ability to create things but Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we don't know what it is Mm -hmm. hey so I'm glad that y'all have all these different opportunities and different ways for the kids to express themselves. And then look what it turns into. It's got to be very surreal for the kids to see their names or whatever. It's, it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then it's like got the title and then it says starring such and such and starring mm-hmm. such and such. Mm-hmm. What, like that has and to it, be such a crazy right. feeling, you know? And uh, the other thing too that I like that you said is like, you can learn from from anybody it don't matter the age and stuff i say that all the time you can learn from a baby you can Mm -hmm. learn from a a toddler you can learn from an old person you can learn from a middle-aged person whatever the case is you can learn from anybody and um and i I like how you guys you, you said that you all you have like a shared you know like everybody's opinion is valid you know everybody's uh opinion is is uh valued um and and i i really like that because a lot of times these kids it uh you said they come a lot of them come from the projects you know mm-hmm. they probably don't feel heard they probably don't feel wanted or anything like that but then just somebody taking the time out to listen and hear what they have mm-hmm. to say and then like oh that's a great idea you know and edifying them and stuff like i think that's really really dope um yeah. that you all do that like that's that's cool like for real um you were gonna say something eric <laughs> well no i'm just saying and even just that like it really changes like you know because a lot of people, like i feel like sometimes like people grow with a lot of hate in their hearts mm-hmm. 
And and most of the time is because of that because they feel like they're alone that everybody's against them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they you know they're they're more scared to to go and do bad things. Mm-hmm. But you know there's a community like yourself you know like you know people like yourself that are able to like you know hey let's go ahead and bring out like your 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 characters mm-hmm. bring out your your abilities your skills. I feel that really changes it and like you said it really like understand your community does it does make a huge impact on your community because now, you know, you, instead of having, you know, all these violent kids and a bunch of crime, you're having all these artists, you know, you have all these uh, poets, you have all these musicians, you have all these people that are like working together and supporting each other um, every single day. And and I feel that's something that we really need. And, and, you know, I feel like, you know, with all this craziness going on, I feel like that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, we're able to, to use, like you said, like out of love, like love is like the ultimate weapon to kind of like, you know, like, like resolve any type of hate or anything. Uh So it's, it's, it's impressive. And see, like, I didn't even know, like, you know, programs like that existed. I didn't even, Uh, you know, like, like, like with what you guys are doing and, and, and it's, it's crazy. Uh, because you don't see that often, you know, and mm-hmm. that's the reason why we're, we're doing this because, you know, we were talking with Trey, like, okay, so, you know, all those people that, you know, that they call themselves influencers and social medias and such, like, what are they really influencing, like, people to do? Like, what are they, like, you know, what, pranking people or creating content? Right. Or, like, like, what are, what are they really doing, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, because you see it in, like, their you know, with like males and females that they're doing, you know, more for like personal gain. But to me, that's not really an influencer because then what you're influenced, you, you know, you're showing, you know, that you have a great body, but in a way you're like, like, like not, um, what's it called? What's that word? Um, yikes. Making other like, like, like girls insecure. It's like you, you they can, you know, they want to, you know, be, at that level but you know right. sometimes you know it's like okay that's not influencing it's just like you're actually hurting people or like mm-hmm. other guys like showing a lot of materialistic stuff or like you know you mm-hmm. know creating this crazy you know contact what to just make you laugh but you know what what is it really helping like community nothing exactly Definitely. Really i was gonna so, ask so what are some other um what are some other things that you guys do, like some other ways that you give the kids to express themselves? I know you have yeah. music, you have, I guess, screenplays or, or whatever. Yeah, so live it. plays. Right now we're actually yeah. filming for the play, so. Okay. See. Wow. Yeah. So, so do you let the kids, um, you know, do you let them direct? They hold the camera or whatever and all of that and they're, you know. So it depends on, uh, it really depends on like the project. Like uh, in May, we had a music video. Um, oh, wow. Uh, project oh. with a different, complete, this is, was a completely different, um, it was a workshop slash actually filming and um, us creating from scratch. So one of my mentors came up to me and she was like, I have this grant that I was given. I need to create, uh, not I, she's like, actually, no, not I. She's like, I need to find youth and I need to find folks who are interested in videography, directing, production, music, lyrics, poet, like music, all that dancing. Um, because I've been given this like grant to be able to create, allow 
like folks to create something and give space and give workshops and for us to just act as mentors. And so, um, and for that project specifically, it was super vital that we got people like holding actual like these super heavy cameras that don't look like they're they're heavy but they're super heavy they got all these like stands and everything right. we had them on the mics and then we had them like developing scene by scene like a storyboard um and then also to be a part of that like to also be a part of that because as much as like she came to me to like assist with that she was also but I want you to also like gain knowledge from that and how to do production right. and how mm-hmm. to do post editing how to and I don't know if you've seen the movies when they like do that little clippy thing and they're like action yeah yeah that that I've always wanted to do that as a kid and so I was able to give like I was given the opportunity to do that and like to write the the scenes (laughs) out and so like um and so it was good because like I like I it's it's so awesome to see how like I remember hitting up one of my buddies his name is Max and I was like hey man we really really could use your lyricist you're such a great lyricist and like and then my other buddy Victor and being like hey bro I know you got some beats in your head we need somebody to create some beats for us and so like bringing them into the circle and bringing them into the the table and seeing how they interact but not stopping there being like oh hey I know you're a really good visual artist and so yeah there's different different aspects like uh it was kind of divided into two like teams it was kind of like the music production team and then the like the storyboard line Mm -hmm. and so once we got the song going we went into like like uh filming and so uh we had youth handling the camera calling the shots uh choosing the location like all the way to choosing the locations choosing like what needs to be filmed, um, where we wanted to film, what things we wanted to film. Um, so it, yeah, there's opportunities for a little bit of every, a little bit of everything. Um, and I feel like that's like, the, I think feel like the cool thing for me is that I go between like Minneapolis and like St. Paul because I'm working with two different orgs and like both of them create all these opportunities. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention was like in coming with that, I think one of the the ways that I can see like all of this work being impacted because sometimes you can work in youth program, you can work in communities and you feel like you're not doing an impact. But mm-hmm. I've watched a, like a kid go from this really shy, like clearly they've they have they've had a like a really rough life. You can like you can tell to like to where they are now and this is just in a year um to like watch them find their spark like watch them like completely let go of themselves in in front of like thousands of like people and just create bring a character to life that he resonated so much with like it was like completely stole the show he like really just put his whole entire self into that character and I was like, all of us, like directors and older staff and like other staff, we just like, we're so shocked because like our executive director even was like, this kid just found a spark. And and just to watch him, like um, I started out at the same time that like in, in the sense of like my, in terms of like work, I started working with him the same time that he just came to group. 
and he was a very like shy very like he didn't feel like he you know you can tell like there was so many negative like emotions that were like bottled up in him and like that he's like seen a lot gone through a lot but just the way he's grown so much and like his character has come out and just like I feel like that's like what you were talking about I feel like that's really a big huge influence like you don't know how much you influence and you know um like the the stories that I work are like literally just kind of like be like oh this today we're working at the farm or tomorrow we're gonna work in the theater so one of the I I got to know him a little better because like every time we would go to the farm like you know I would have to pick them up and provide transportation you know to have more accessibility for them to come to these programs Mm -hmm. and so and everybody like mother staff would be like oh have you checked in with him like he he hasn't really said anything to us or like he has like we don't know where he's at and I was like yeah let me check in with him and so like it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of work and that's why you have to come from it with love and passion because not everybody's gonna have the patience to really be like okay like to a youth like where are you really at like to really like really come and and be patient with them because they do close themselves they do close themselves Mm -hmm. um and so it's really having that patience and love and like um like appreciation of who they are and just kind of wait for them and meet them at their are but it was really cool to watch him like our conversations uh like he would let me know how things were going on at home or like you know what he was dealing with and where I could support and sometimes I, I didn't even like realize that I was doing that or realize that like you don't realize how like who's looking at you and who's like looking and who's being like who you are is impacting somebody else and so like I really got to know him and like you know we had a conversation and like him just kind of really opening up and I was just like I I was just like thank you like you know I you have a valid story and I don't ever want you to feel like you don't ever like you're never seen like we see you like we see how the work that you're putting in and so he's one of our bigger leaders now like just just literally in a year and so what I kind of want to leave with that too is just like back to like influencing and like impacting our communities. These are the type of things that uh, like should be established more often because they do prevent like one of the uh, grants that we get is like a suicide prevention grant that it allows us to like uh, um, run these po- like these po- uh, poetic uh, programming and like uh, these theater programs because we we truly and I truly believe like in in order to prevent some like suicide prevention or mental health or, like you know mental health assistance mm-hmm. you also have to have something that like you said does not take them in a road like that is going to lead them somewhere that they're just not they're going to have a harder time getting out of and that's mm-hmm. and so that's what um like what we we strive really to like influence and and catch them catch them young you know like there is an alternative there is an alternative to like suicide there is an alternative to like addiction there is an alternative to whatever you know the typical statistic goes into you know and so I think that's like that that is like part of like you like you said part of influencing you're really impacting them you're really Mm -hmm. you're really like you're showing up as your authentic self and providing that space um, to really make that type of change as well. Dang, yeah, no, that's so deep, but that is so true, man. That is insane. 
you know, and, and we would really, you know, love to, you know, keep even, you know, connecting with you, you know, in the future, because, yeah. you know, those are the type of things that, you know, that we are looking for, like, that's, you know, our goal as well to like build a platform and where we able to like, sure. it, it's more not, not like a reason to live, but a reason to like, look forward to, mm-hmm. like, you know, if there's somebody that, you know, it's good into editing, like, Hey, you know, come and help us or somebody that's good in like, you know, taking, you know, a directing cameras, hey, come over and like, you know, assist us. So, so stuff like that, because I feel like once you build a connection with someone, it prevents a lot of those things, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're looking forward to like, oh man, like, man, I can't wait to see this person or I can't wait to do this or I can't wait to, you know, go record a song or to play music. I don't know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but dang, that's awesome. I don't know if you got anything, Trey, but no, I was just gonna say, like, I'm I'm so glad that there's people yeah. like you yeah. and and the yeah. groups that you work with out there because right. I know there's a lot of kids that, you know, they grow up and they just don't have anybody to talk to. They don't have anywhere to express right. themselves, you know, and they just things could go wrong. But thank God there's people like you to right. prevent that, to help them out and to show them that there's a better way, like you just mentioned, you know, suicide prevention. Thank God. Right that kids don't have to, right. you know, go down that avenue, you know? <laughs> um, and so I, I just want to say thank you for, for being there, yeah. for those kids, you know, it sounds like a lot of time and a lot of energy that you invest into them, but you know, who, somebody needs to do it. Yeah. Somebody has mm-hmm. to do it or else these kids are going to grow up. Like some of us did, you know, some, some of us mm-hmm. adults did, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so so I just want to say thank you yeah. um, for, for doing that, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I think I no, speak to sure. Eric when I say we really Yeah, appreciate. no, absolutely. No, and thank you. And also thank you for, uh, you know, being uh, here, taking the time to uh, to uh, join us in our, in our Zoom. Um, yeah. But, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll definitely invite you over to, to the, uh, yeah. we'll be in you know, in person. Yeah, yeah. so it'll be, it'll be dope to have you again and, you know, yeah. Maybe sure as maybe uh, whatever new project you're doing by then. So, yeah. So we really so, want to thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Lucy. it. Thank you so much for having me. All right, you guys. Yeah, no, well, absolutely. We will see you guys on the next episode. That has been Eric. I've been Trey. Let's do this. And we'd like right. to thank our special guest for joining us, Ruthie. Thank you, Ruthie. Thank you. So, appreciate it. Yeah, so, uh, well, thank you very much, and, uh, and yeah, and for the guys, you know, watching us, uh, obviously, this will be released here, uh, you know, within the next uh, week or so, so uh, don't forget to uh, follow us and our platforms, yep. go on to our Instagram, and you'll be able to follow the, tree. Yep. follow the tree. Follow the tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Ruti, once again. You have yourself a great week, and thank you. Thank you, Thank you. We'll have to sit down and schedule when you're gonna come back. You know, when we do your yes. part two. Yes. We gotta get that in stone. So yeah. All right. All right awesome. All right. Well, Thank you. Care. Have a good one. See yeah. You, you too. Thanks.